Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to another mini-sode. Really excited to have you here with us today. Today we're talking a little bit about our birthdays. Maddie had a birthday January 23rd and I had a birthday February 14th. And just kind of thinking about the last year a little bit and kind of thinking about the memories and different things that happened, but also looking forward to another year. So this is kind of going to be a motivational, inspirational, maybe, episode. (laughs) Maybe so, you know um, us. We're not sure how we to say that, out. and then it's like conviction. Just, yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to talk a little bit about that. So Maddie, last year, just maybe a few thoughts that you've mm-hmm. had from this last year on your birthday, and just kind of looking back at the things that happened. Okay, so I just turned seventeen. Mm-hmm. So last year, you know, sixteen, the highlight of life, apparently, and apparently, <laughs> keyword there. Apparently, I hope it's not. But um, oh my gosh. <laughs> No, being 16 was good. It was interesting. It was definitely a very nostalgic year for me Mm -hmm. because I definitely was like, okay, you know, it's 16. The teenage dream starts now. And it was just kind of... Apparently, (laughs) it was just kind of one of those things where you're like, wow, 16, you Mm -hmm. know, it's supposed to be this incredible year and it's what all the Disney Channel movies prepare you for. It definitely wasn't that, but it was. Maddie, I said motivational. <laughs> Here we are. I'm, I'm the depressed. I can't one. let Maddie talk. No, it was definitely a good year, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. It was just different, mm-hmm. not necessarily from what. I guess it was different from what I expected, but I didn't expect it. You know, I'm not that unrealistic to expect it to look like the Disney Channel. But I don't even watch the Disney Channel anymore. If any of you are watching the Disney Channel, you should stop. Um. <laughs> There's There's your first little taste of the conviction today, but it was definitely a very reflective year for me, I think, because it was just kind of like, wow, for some reason, 16 just kind of felt like you're entering a whole new stage of life. I think you gain a lot more independence at that age a little Mm -hmm. bit, and it was just kind of like, wow, you're getting much closer to adulthood, and it's just... What it was, are you talking about? Yeah, like this old lady Here sitting across from me. 91 years old, guys. <laughs> Good grief. So it was definitely a year that was just kind of reflective, and I was just looking back and yearning for childhood a lot, which is kind of what I think made it a little bit sad because it was just kind of like, okay, I was expecting kind of a teenage dream a little bit. I think that's something that all of us fall into kind of, and it's really hard to avoid that because Mm -hmm. everyone does make you think that being a teenager is the highlight of your life. And we've talked about this on the podcast before, but even though we've talked about that and said that it's not realistic and that kind of thing, I think it still is in the back of your mind. Like I'm 16 years old. Like Mm -hmm. I am young and alive and, you know, you're just kind of hoping for that a little bit. Yeah. You're kind of hoping for that, like adrenaline, like the high of your life, the teenage dream. That's just what you want. Mm -hmm. And I didn't experience that because it's unrealistic, but it was definitely just one of those things where you're like, wow, I have a lot more freedom in a sense, but you're not necessarily utilizing all that freedom. And 
it was just a time where, I mean, I'm a really nostalgic person anyway, but it was definitely a year that I took to look back on childhood and I was reading 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Anthony Eslin, which I've, you know, talked about on the podcast a lot. I would like to know how many times she's actually mentioned that book on the show. We should do like a blooper episode. Yeah, and just have for every single time you, yeah. Yeah. Ten Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Anthony Eslin. Two. Uh, it's Two the greatest book in the world, and I really loved reading it, but it was – it definitely added to the nostalgia because I was mm-hmm. kind of – I feel like we – like when we were younger, we grew up in this time where it was – I don't know. I almost feel like we're in between the like millennial phase and the Gen Z phase almost. I saw a video about that on Instagram the other day, and it was this girl who was probably only a few years older than me, but she was like someone who says they identify as like Gen Z and millennial. And they had like this little question, you know, put a finger down if blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was all these different questions like put a finger down if you remember when iPhones and iPads and, you know, like the kind of phones that we have now came out and everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that. And it was, you know, the different shows that you would watch and different things. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, reading 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Anthony Eslin. Three. It kind of reminded me of some of the things that I did miss out on Mm -hmm. in childhood a little bit because we were living in that kind of time where technology was becoming a bigger thing and we've never been a super technology everywhere kind of family. We Mm -hmm. did not grow up on iPads and, you know, tablets and stuff. And somehow we survived, guys. We did grow up on the leapfrog learning tablet. Yes, That was part of the question thing and I was like, ugh. (laughs) We would take that sometimes when we had our dance recitals and you would be waiting for like hours and hours because you had to show up at the beginning of the recital even if your dance wasn't for, you know, another four hours or whatever. And Mm -hmm. we would take that and, you know, learn how to read. So, um, (laughs) learn how to read. (laughs) Now these other kids are watching singing Coco Melon and crap. So it was definitely a reflective year. I think that's kind of like the word I would use to sum it up a little bit. And it was a good year. It was definitely, I mean, you know, I experienced new things and we spent lots of time with friends and forming new and stronger friendships and stuff. And so that was definitely cool. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's kind of the word I think I would use to sum up the year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my 18th year. We both had big years, like 16th, 18th. I would define my 18th year as one of growth. I think that I did a lot of growing and maturing, and I guess that was mostly in my faith, which I'm so, so grateful for. Mm -hmm. I read the Bible in a year, and that was one of my main goals. That really was my main goal for my 18th year, Um, and I didn't do that on purpose. Like, I didn't wait you know, I didn't like yeah. have that goal set in my 16th year and decided to wait until I turned 18 to do it or whatever. But the Lord just started putting that on my heart. I would say like right before Christmas when I was 17. So I turned 18 in February and I had already started my Bible reading mm-hmm. and it just kind of happened like that. So it's kind of memorable for me because now I can look back on that and say, yeah, I read the Bible, the whole entire Bible for the very first time in my 18th year. Kind of started out adulthood on a good... Yeah. So I did a lot of growing in that way and just learning more about scripture and more about the Lord's heart and his character. And it's also the year that I started college and all that good stuff. So there was a lot of growth happening there, a lot of big decisions being made. Yeah. Just a lot of change, but also a lot of growth within that change. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for all of the different things I experienced. I had to, uh, Maddie makes fun of me that I'm a college dropout. Mm. I'm not really, What a loser. 
I'm just I kidding. I promise I'm not real. <laughs> um, no, but I, I did have to leave the college that I really thought and had mm-hmm. dreamed for a couple years about going to. I had to leave that college. And you can read more about that on the blog. I did a blog post titled A Common Cause, and I kind of shared my story with that. Yeah. And I'm sure once we start something maybe yeah. soon that I'll talk more about mm-hmm. that whole story and what God did in that time of my life. But it was a growing stage in lots of different ways. Maddie and I grew so much in uh, ministry, like you just said, like our friendships and yeah. all of that good stuff was just a really, I don't know, it's, it was a memorable time. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that we were able to spend a lot of extra time with our friends this past year and do a lot of fun things together, a lot of outreaches and different things. So that was really fun. And then the podcast has grown tremendously, the blog, all of those fun things. Like it's just been a fun year. Mm -hmm. And I felt like we grew closer as a family, especially around the time of dad's accident, kind of. That was like, that was a crazy time in our lives. A few weeks before that, I had dropped out dropped out, left, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Transferred. Uh, she transferred. transferred. Yes, She's that's still a better in word. college. She yes. did not just be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to college anymore. She that's transferred. True. So technically, she's not necessarily a dropout. A dropout. That's true. Yeah. Yes, I transferred. So it was... I don't want her sounding like a loser. Oh, gosh. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing for me. It hurts my rap. <clears throat> so I did transfer a couple weeks before his accident that mm-hmm. happened in November. And I felt like that was just a really crazy time in our lives anyway. Lots of things going on. But then that kind of bonded all of us just because it was a very serious thing. And it was scary. And yeah. All of these things were happening. But then the Lord, we did see him move in so many ways too. It was a year full of growth mm-hmm. and full of change. And so I'm just thankful for all of that stuff that did happen and that has affected me going into my 19th year because I feel like I'm more, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I feel like I'm more prepared to face my 19th year and mature even more and continue on learning and growing and doing different things because of the types of things that I dealt with and experienced in my 18th year. I think that's kind of interesting that each of us had, you know, we're doing the same things Mm -hmm. and I mean, roughly, we're doing pretty much everything together. Yeah. And yet we had such different perceptions Mm -hmm. of the year. Like, I just find it interesting that, I mean, you really lived in the present while you were 18 and then I was kind of living in the past then and yet we're still experiencing all the same things. I think that's one of the really beautiful things about life and one of the few, very few beautiful things about getting older Mm -hmm. is that you just see how everything can be perceived in such a different way by different people and that's what just gives so much color Mm -hmm. to life. Because if everyone was stuck in the past, it would be like, you know, we're all depressed and (laughs) like angry that we're getting older. Yeah. And yet if we were all stuck in the present, it would be, you know, history just repeating itself Mm -hmm. because we've neglected the past. And so I just I always find that interesting. And I always think it's really cool to hear people's different opinions about the same kinds of things, because Mm -hmm. it's always just interesting to see how that person's worldview and mindset has shaped how they viewed it, how they went about the year, and then how your mindset and your worldview made you go about the year. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That was just kind of something interesting that I thought of while you were talking. Yeah, for sure. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to end this mini-sode here. Thank you for listening and joining us. Hopefully, this gave you a little motivation. I love thinking about these things and just kind of reflecting on the past year Mm -hmm. and all of that good stuff around my birthday. So I think that that's 
a really cool thing, but that doesn't, it doesn't just have to be around your birthday. Yeah. You can do that today. Reflection is important. Yes, for sure. All the time. Mm -hmm. And something that we should be practicing, especially as Christians Mm -hmm. um, within our faith, how can we grow? How can we do things? Yeah. If you're not reading through the Bible in a year, you should shout out here. It doesn't matter that it's not January. You need to do it. And I feel like that was something that uh, just really shaped me in my 18th Mm -hmm. year and something that I'm telling like everyone now <laughs> you need to do because it will definitely impact your life and, and it's easier than it seems because yes. I'm doing it this year now we're kind of doing it a little bit as a bible study group we mm-hmm. had a few other girls do it last year with Lily and everything I didn't <laughs> Maddie <That's> great <laughs> um <laughs> but I am doing it this year and I expected it to be like oh my goodness a lot yeah and to just kind of it be a little bit exhausting because mm-hmm. i mean when you think i'm gonna read the entire bible in a year it's like oof, it seems that's overwhelming. a lot yeah even though you could read you know a thousand page novel or something mm-hmm. in the span of a few months scripture definitely is different in that way because it definitely takes up more brain space and you're highlighting and you're studying and that kind of thing. But really Mm -hmm. it is a lot easier than I expected it to be. Yeah. You look at it and at first you're like, oh my goodness, that's so overwhelming. That's just a lot to read. It's going to take a lot of time. And honestly, I'm flying through it a Mm -hmm. little bit. I mean, and not in a way where I'm like not absorbing anything, but it does feel like we're not even very far into 2023 and we've already completed reading like five books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. So it's just interesting how it's not as daunting as it seems. Yeah. Dad's actually doing like 10 chapters a day. Yeah. So if he misses one day, it's like, oh my goodness, Ooh. you know, yeah. it's a lot. But he's going to read the Bible, I don't know how many times. Three or four times, I think. In a year. So that's pretty crazy. And maybe I'll try that one day. <laughs> um, But I don't think now is the time yeah. while I'm a freshman in college. That's Finals probably, week. You should do probably. it this week. Yes, I should. Yeah, you should I start really that. Should. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this inspired you a little bit, gave you maybe a new perspective on Mm -hmm. life a little bit, something you should be doing. And we will talk to y'all very soon. Bye, guys.